0: Future world ruled by a race of deadly machines. Joe Lara is Austin, a lone street warrior forced to challenge their power. Who are you?
1: Nobody in particular. With nothing left to lose. It's a
0: matter of life and death. These
1: days, everything's a matter of life and death. He must help a scientist who carries the secret to man's survival. I'll protect you, Mary. Hey, everybody. It's the Cannon Cruisers. I'm JD. And I'm Randy. And today is another exciting edition of the Cannon Cruisers. Yes, this time we took a look at a movie from 1993 called American Cyborg Steel Warrior. Or is it American Cyborg
0: Steel, Steel Warrior? Steel Warrior? No, no, it, you're thinking of Steel American Cyber Warrior. Oh, right, because that's the way the title showed up on the screen for some reason. Late title card, and it doesn't say
1: American Cyborg Steel Warrior. It says Steel American Cyborg Warrior. <laughs> I don't even know why it did that. But then again, this is a canon movie, and it came out really late in their life. Directed
0: story. by
1: canon favorite Boaz Davidson. Oh, one of our favorites. And He's Starring Joe Lara as exactly. main role. As and... Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Nicole Hansen as yeah. a very, uh, very, very uh, explicitly named Mary.
1: A very explicit allegory.
0: Yeah, like they, they were not hiding
1: anything. And
0: John St. Ryan as the titular cyborg. But is he the American cyborg?
1: Or is he Who the knows? still a warrior? But
0: he's also not really a cyborg. He's not human in any
1: way, shape, or form. No, that's all... So- Thing we have to eventually get in, but first, let's just say the actual movie is pretty much cyborg meets Terminator. Um, there's a cy There's a cyborg quote. It's called a cyborg, so we have to say cyborg, who's chasing after this Mary character who's carrying a baby. Yes,
0: and she's a virgin, and mm-hmm. she's carrying a fetus on her back, yeah. who is the last hope of
1: mankind. Yeah, and there's a ton of crosses. Everywhere yeah. in this film. And the main character, Joel Lara's character, has to basically guide her to safety and save the baby so they can save the human race. Mm-hmm. And... So, yeah. Spoilers
0: for a uh, nearly 20-year-old movie. Turns out he's a spy, A, a, a
1: cyborg. He's a cyborg. Big Be, uh, Bad beetleborgs? An actual cyborg. And the reason they say... Actual cyborg is because the one chasing them isn't an actual cyborg. No, he might
0: not be a cyborg or either, unless we were to assume that Austin, Joe Lara's character, the only thing human about him is his ability to feel emotions
1: such as love. Well, it's not the case because if we see the insides of both of them and they're both entirely different. The, the bad guy has all kinds of wires and white foam pouring out of him. Every time he gets stabbed, or blown up. Whereas Joe Lara's character is literally just hunks of flesh and meat and you left
0: it. out jd the fact that every mm. time the cyborg dies he comes back to life three times it's three times it's the movie is not very subtle about it <clears throat> it's yeah it's mm-hmm. not and if we sound a little annoyed it's because we had recorded this opening segment like five times <laughs> due to a jerk-ass dog yeah
1: and it like i said it's uh it also we said it's like a late canon movie Not the highest budget, but it was their last theatrical...
0: Well, last theatrical release, and this movie only came out in the U.S. in
1: 94. Yeah. Shot entirely in Tel Aviv. Mm -hmm. You could tell. You could tell it was in uh, Tel Aviv. It was like a low-budget thing, though. Again, we can't really judge everything about it because the rip we watched was not a very good one. And it's not even really a rip. It's an official one on YouTube. But it was uploaded like 10 years ago, so... It's not like a 2K restoration or anything like that. It's literally just, let's take the VHS and put it on there. Have all kinds of juttery frames and unbalanced audio. Yeah, it was a
0: really poor uh, rip to YouTube from, of all people,
1: Google offering this for money. <laughs> it would have to be a a rip because it was definitely it's, It looked
0: a... like a VHS rip. At yeah. least it wasn't the quality of... Mm-hmm. Okay. What the heck was that? Apparently my phone wanted to talk to me. Um, <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, yeah. It's, it's not as bad as the Ambassador VHS rip that we watched no, no, on the uh, YouTubes. No. But, yeah. It was not the best quality to watch this film. But no. then again, I don't think there is a pristine, high-definition copy of this film probably in existence.
1: Probably not. This is, since this was a later-day canon movie, it's probably with MGM anyway. Everything I think they did past 90 is owned by them. I don't know why that... It's a deal they have, apparently, but it apparently is. So, general impressions. It's cyborg meets Terminator. <laughs> and none of them are cyborgs. And none of them are That's the weird part. The, the thing that caught my eye about the movie is just the weird parts of it, which is a canon thing. It's like the obvious biblical stuff where we just keep going, Was that a, why is she on, why is there a cross there? Why is there a cross there? Why is she being crucified? <laughs> Yeah, there, there's stuff like that. Why did the they place.
0: explicitly state that she is a virgin and that her name is Mary? Yep. And why did they start talking about classical uh, painting from cannibals? And I think,
1: I don't remember the name, but you look very divine. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. It's actually, you know, watching this movie kind of reminded me of an older canon movie, like when we would have watched a few years before American 3000? Something like that, but I'm not going to say it's like america 3000 because
0: nothing is like america 3000 because that movie is a piece of garbage it's really only thing lower than that is the apple
1: mm-hmm. and possibly space camp space camp is probably the lowest right now anyway consider we've brought it up about six times so far since we've watched that one
0: it's we... the only movie that i that comes to mind more often than space camp and
1: uh the mm-hmm. apple Well, that's the thing. And Solar Babies that we haven't watched. Well, yeah, we were watching a few movies this season, and most of them are just like, okay, it's just a low-budget this, and it's fine for what it is, but uh, this one, same thing with American Samurai, made me think, oh, right, these guys were definitely canon directors because it definitely feels like a canon movie we would have watched before.
0: Yeah, and it even feels like, you know, how canon would rip off other popular movies at the time and Mm -hmm. do their own low-budget version. It felt like them... Yeah, and make it weird. It felt like they were ripping off themselves and trying to make it weirder. Yeah. Uh, Like you said, it is literally Cyborg, except that the actress is a better actress in this movie than she was in Cyborg, Mm -hmm. and this guy is definitely not
1: Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, no, definitely not. Yeah, like I said, it's definitely more along the lines of Cyborg mashed together with Terminator. Usually when they would do stuff like that, it would be a little more... uh... I don't know. I want to say a little bit more discreet about it, but canon and discreet don't really go together. But this one's pretty obvious. This one is pretty much like,
0: we're desperate. Please give us money.
1: (laughs) We have no money. Yeah, but uh, despite all that, and I guess we can move on now, I guess.
0: Yeah, to our, let's not leave a bad taste in our mouth. Let's go lead off with our worst
1: low light of the film. Well, I guess it beyond the rip just being pretty bad. Um, it's pretty paint-by-the-numbers. I mean, you know everything is going to happen as soon as it happens.
0: Yes, and other than it being hilariously blatant about its uh, allegory, it's trying, trying to draw, to <laughs> um, it's pretty mediocre, pretty middle-of-the-road. It's pretty standard, really. Yeah, pretty standard. Mm-hmm. This is very much a... Um, standard Joe Lara film. It's pretty much
1: Boaz Davidson winding down. <laughs> hey, here's the man that brought us Lemon Popsicle. I don't well, know. That's true. That's true. Yeah, but the, that aside, I guess, going to the highlights. And I guess the highlights would be that um, because, like I said, it is a canon movie, Um, it moves the whole time. I mean, once it's the movie starts, it pretty much starts with establishing shot and goes through the entire cycle of introducing the world and then goes straight into introducing the main character all in pretty much the same shot uh, with the villain as well. And then it goes into describing the world and then uh, the cyborg shows up, starts shooting people, and the movie goes. It goes yeah, it,
0: just, it, it does have that good pace of action throughout. It just goes. Um, in that aspect, I kind of liked it more than Cyborg. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... It's a very low bar, and is ultimately the better movie. Mm. But I was, like I said, surprised by uh, Nicole Hansen actually being as mm-hmm. much of an actress yeah. <laughs> in this movie, like actually attempting to do some acting, uh, mm. whereas everybody else kind of
1: phoned it in, or were just caricatures, or they just glowered at the camera. Well, there wasn't that many people really in the movie, either. We basically have just the three mains, and then like two other people that show up every now and then. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. But they never explain, they just kind of show up. But like I said, it's a low-budget movie, but it uses everything it has to tell what it wants to tell. Nothing really makes you look at it and go, oh, that doesn't look good, or that doesn't work out really well. Yeah,
0: and the special effects were fine for what it was for the budget that I'm assuming was like pretty low. dollar
1: store uh, budget. Yeah, like I guess uh, that that's probably the strength of the movie, is, and it's something canon is usually good at doing. is They're usually good at ha- using what they have. Utilizing a budget that they, they have, even if it's going to be bad. Yeah, they use it to the best uh, ability they can. And I think they did a pretty good job here, even though, like I said, the movie is just fine. I mean, that's probably the best thing I could say about the movie. And I was kind of surprised watching it because I was expecting, like, Z tier, I guess I want to say. But it was. You might have gotten a Y tier. Something like that, but it was more enjoyable. Than this that. isn't the Asylum, JD. This no, isn't it's the not Asylum like, film. Something like that. It's just like, it's a low-budget movie, with which obvious influences. You know things are going to happen, but it's still enjoyable
0: enough to watch. It's another one that feels like, hmm. ultimately, it was meant to be a pilot for a
1: syndicated television series. Yeah, actually. I could have seen that, too. Maybe that's something they would have done had they survived. I don't know. It was near the end, though, when this came out, so... Who really knows um is this the last thing boaz davidson did for canon uh well this is the last theatrical canon film well, that's that's definitely true uh, there, we still have other ones to cover uh after this one but i'm not exactly but not
0: sure. many so for boaz davidson after mm-hmm. this film directing wise he would do blood run mm-hmm. which it was a tv movie yeah. lunar cop which i'm assuming is some sort of werewolf film i don't know that'd be great and uh, uncredited in 97, he was
1: the director of Looking for Lola. Yeah, I would assume after canon. They, so, yeah, uh, they his, his
0: previous canon film was Salsa. Oh, yeah, we saw that one, too. That one was pretty good. I was definitely Salsa. Was... Isn't that the uh, name of the Forbidden Dance? That was the one they did at the same time as the Forbidden Dance. Boaz Davidson also gave us Going Bananas, Dutch Treat, The Last American Virgin. Yeah. Please. X-Ray slash
1: Hospital Massacre*. Yep. He's all over the place with the stuff he did. Seed of Innocence. Yeah. Yeah. And we have covered most of them, but uh, I think this probably might be the last one we cover. I don't know. We'll see. Well, with what he has left,
0: I think that is the
1: last. Probably. One, last we'll see or hear of Boaz Davidson. On the Cannon Cruiser. So, though, we still have our other friend Sam Furstenberg. Sam Furstenberg. Which we'll probably get to another one of his, but, uh, yeah. So, for, like I said, for what this is, um, I guess I'll give it a 3 out of 5. It's um, not a high 3 or anything like that. It's just fine for what it is. If you like these types of movies, you probably have a good enough time. Especially if you like low-budget movies. Uh, just don't expect anything crazy original or, like, off-the-wall insane. I kind of wish they leaned a bit more into the biblical stuff and made it more blatant. Because that would have been hilarious. Added, yeah. That would have added to it. But for what it is, it's okay. Uh
0: will I guess I will agree. I was kind of leaning more towards like a high 2 but yeah, mm. a low 3. It's this is like another epitome of mm. Sunday afternoon rainy day movie. You mm. just watch it, put it on in the background do you fold some laundry. Mm. It's nothing great. It's nothing bad. It's nothing bad though. It's just mm. like I said, mediocre, middle of the road,
1: mindless, it's good dreck. Low, low budget thing you can just watch pretty much. So and for that and like I said for that it's um since this is the end of canon war or less I could have been doing a lot worse than this I think there
0: is literally uh, two more canon films that are directed video after this and that's it for them Yeah we've only got a couple excluding a couple. all the televisions they start doing for mm. Walker, Walker Texas Ranger. Ranger Yeah Yeah uh yeah. so there's a little bit of uh bad news with this movie Oh yeah Um, Joe Lara passed away earlier this year. Oh, yeah. I remember hearing about that. In May. Mm. And, yeah, that's really... I just noticed that right now. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's sad.
1: There's no real uh, trivia for this one, I guess. Because...
0: Actually, there's a little piece of trivia here in that Boaz Davison, our buddy Boaz, I just like saying his name, Mm -hmm. um, and Nicole Hansen apparently did not have a good relationship on this movie. He uh, had tried to change the story so that she was more of a bimbo and that there was a nudity and sex every five minutes or so. And Mm. she kind of said, no, I don't want to do that. You can get a body double. And Cannon said, no, no, no. We're fine. We'll we'll keep the script the way it is. We won't make any changes. And that apparently made... They wouldn't have been able to do it anyway. That apparently just kind of made them go... Not have a good time, the director and her.
1: Well, it's definitely a better call, I think. Made for a more consistent movie because, like I said, the, one of the advantages of the movie is that it goes. It doesn't And I have it. to point this out because I did notice
0: this goof, but I didn't notice if you did, and I didn't want to talk about it until I saw that it's actually a for known what? goof. So at the end of the film, mm-hmm. she shoots the robot. Sorry, the cyborg in the eye. Yeah. She drops the gun. Mm-hmm. What happened to the gun? I didn't see what happened to the gun. The gun floated. It did. Yep, that's the goof on here. They go, guns don't float. <laughs> and I'm like, I noticed that. I just didn't want to say anything. <laughs> I didn't even see the gun. So, uh... She shot him. She dropped it. It just kind of went, bloop, 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 bloop. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Guns maybe don't float. A, maybe it landed on something. Who knows? Maybe a fetus? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, this is a weird one. But I'm pretty sure we're going to get weirder before we're over. So um, I guess that's it for this one, right? I don't got anything else to say? Not really, though they do recommend that if we like this movie, we should watch The Gate for some inexplicable reason. Oh, yeah. Those things, those suggestions are odd. So, anyway, everybody, um, that's it for this one. We'll see you next time when we continue our cruise to the canon catalog. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. I'll protect you, Mary. I'm not going to die for nothing. Pursued by a ruthless
0: cyborg, programmed to destroy them.
1: Surrender,
0: you cannot escape! I tried to
1: tell you someone was after me! It's not just someone, it's a killing machine. He is about to engage in a battle that will decide the fate of the human race.